Welcome to the Thrive Podcast, the place where you will get to know inspiring real-life women who dare to do the uncommon. They embrace who they are in their life's purpose, and most importantly, they thrive because of it. I am Olga Mueller, a personal success coach and speaker, passionate traveler, and unshakable believer that everyone deserves to live a life they love without ever having to feel guilty about it. Each week, I will introduce you to powerhouse women from all around the world to show you that you can create a fulfilling life you love, no matter the circumstances, personal history, or topic. Me and my fellow ladies are here to bust your fears, your feelings of guilt and shame, and boost your confidence to a whole new level where you are finally able to see that I can do it too. Get ready to dare, embrace, and thrive unapologetically with us. Let's do this. Welcome to a new episode of the Thrive Podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to be back with you and um, to really cover um, a super important topic, in my opinion, um, which applies to, I think, the majority of you who are who are regularly tuning in here, um, because if you're if you're a frequent listener <clears throat> of the podcast then you're tuning in because, let's be honest, you know you can feel that there is something big inside of you and um, you're tuning in because you're hungry to see how other people have made it happen, how other people have, you know, have taken their their passion or found their passion first and then how they have taken that and turned it into something of their own. And... um, the fact that you're probably um, either very unsatisfied in your current job or if you've already started, um, you know, with a business but are just not advancing, not moving forward and um, you find yourself in the same kind of place month after month, year after year, it's very frustrating and... um, This is why today I want to, you know, help the both of you, um, you know, move forward, unleash, break free from, you know, probably the biggest thing that is holding you back in this whole endeavor. Um, Whether you're still like, you know, at the beginning and kind of, um, how to put it, like dabbling back and forth, like, you know. You want to do something of your own, but you're not sure whether you want to uh, start an actual business with it. Or like I said, maybe you're already in it and you're just like wondering, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Why Why is nothing, you know, I'm already doing so much. Why is nothing working out for me? So if this is you, um, bear with me this episode. You're going to love it because I'm going to... um, help you really with the biggest key or with the biggest thing that is currently uh, keeping you in stagnation and which is going to help you um, to break free from it and uh, or to simply boost your business at which at whatever at whichever stage you're in here we go (laughs) so you guys can notice I don't edit this uh, pretty much. And um, that's really important. But hey, we're all human, right? But so, you know, what's the whole problem? 
in in this whole thing you you know you're listening to podcasts you're listening or reading probably a lot of books you're probably consuming um, or following a lot of um, accounts on social media who are giving you um, who are sharing their tips who are giving you specific advice on the how-tos of how to um, start your business the steps to um, get to more clients um, how to turn your purpose into you know um something more tangible so there is a lot of knowledge out there also for free and yet you know even though you consume all that stuff nothing ever really happens right but it's always our biggest question like how do I do it how do I do it how do I make it right how do I you know how do I not screw this up (laughs) how do I not fail um, and we're always so focused on the how, 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 and finding, you know, the right strategy and the, and the like easiest how tos. Um, and this is the whole problem. It's real. It really is. I mean, I've been there and I've consumed so many courses, man. Like it's been thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And, um, still I ended up always, you know, finding myself in a, pretty much same space for like two or three years and it frustrated you know the heck out of me because you know I knew that you know from a capability point of view I know that I am capable and you know I can feel in my heart that um what I'm thinking of um and maybe that's the same for you, the product or the service you're thinking of, you know, it could really help so many people or make a difference, bring maybe more joy, more more fun, more, um, I don't know, um, more confidence into people's lives, whatever it is. Yet something is just, it's invisible and it's holding me back. And at some point, I just didn't know what to do anymore. It was like, okay, let me, let me... Uh, you know, offer my first course. And then I would, could, I could literally, I could literally catch myself like in my, in my mind, like wanting it, like consciously I wanted it, but then I could literally feel a force, um, within me that was literally holding me back. Like as if there was like, um, an invisible kind of, um, strap around me with some super big ass rock in the back that I was attached to and I just could not move forward and the reason is pretty simple you know if if it was just for the strategies and always the house that we worry about the most um and considering the fact that there's so much free information out there you know everybody could do it Everybody would be doing it. You would already be doing it. You would already be successful. You would not be in your shitty job that is, you know, frustrating you. Or you would not settle um, for, um, I don't know, um, low-paying clients or just, you know, just being okay with, you know, not living up to your potential, right? That was just the, the, the big thing. Um, you would already be doing it. And the fact that you're not doing it, you know, shows that you also have this kind of invisible force that is holding you back. And it's pulling you back regardless how much you want to push forward. And it's very exhausting. (laughs) Um, 
I can tell you from my own experience that I've been, you know, I've been trying to push and to push and to do, 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 do and try out this strategy and try out this strategy and um, ending up not achieving anything um spending a lot of my time uh, on doing it and, um, you know, still finding myself with no results to show for. Um, and the reason is that this invisible force and which really makes up or is responsible um, for at least, at least 80% of any success, any goal achievement that you will have, whether that is going to be um, starting your own business or uh, growing your own business or whether it's going to uh, have to do with uh, maybe any health goal that you have, finding the right partner, whatever, this will be the thing that will really define whether you're going to make it and how successfully you're going to make it. And this invisible force that is um, so powerful um, and really the key for us to to get what we want is mindset, is psychology. Um, and only 10 to 20% is really, let's say, the strategies, the techniques, the mechanics, the how. Everything else, you know, is just pure mindset. It's the beliefs that you have, um, the thoughts that you have, the emotions that you have attached to certain things. And... Um, if you think about the iceberg model, right? And for those of you maybe who are not familiar with the iceberg model, but usually when you see an iceberg, um, what you see on top of the water, looking out of the water, it's just like this is the tiniest piece of the whole entire iceberg. Underwater, there's the 80-90% of the rest of the iceberg that is invisible. And while you might already be, you know, overwhelmed and in awe with the sheer size that you can see from you know uh, outside of the water um, is what also what happens with the you know when we start thinking about the house and somebody gives you the house at least that's what happens to me and then it's like okay you know you can set up this process and do these xyz steps prepare like your, your funnel prepare your your process, your email sequence and all that stuff. I just get so overwhelmed that like I, I, I'm literally like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do it. It's just too much. So and now imagine like that, that piece that you see outside of the water, it can be already so overwhelming um, and um, like paralyzing for us. But the real, you know, iceberg is actually underwater and it's like, 10 times bigger than that it is 10 times more powerful and it's 10 times bigger in size 10 times bigger in volume um and so this is the real thing that you need to attack whatever that is you want to do in life or whatever you want to change in life and so especially when it comes to the business journey and transitioning from uh, being maybe a student, <clears throat> if you're thinking about, you know, transitioning right out of uh, university and starting your own business um, or, you know, doing it while you have a job and going from employee to um, entrepreneur. Um, 
the biggest, one of the biggest shifts, and at least this is the point that I want to focus on today. One of the biggest shifts is in mindset is to go from an employee mindset <clears throat> to the one of at least a business owner. Um, so if you just, you know, if you just imagine a triangle, on top of the triangle, this is your point B. This is where you ultimately want to be. And um, let's say that is like a, a seven-figure business owner, right? That's the top of the pyramid. And then at the bottom, depending on where you are, this is you being a student or you being an employee. Now, if you add like, you know, a couple of um, layers to that pyramid, you know, you will realize that it's kind of like a ladder that you have to climb. You start out as an employee and you have to maybe develop yourself to um, becoming a manager. Then you have to go to becoming an actual entrepreneur. Then you have to become a business owner. And then you have to, you know, you have to actually become um, a seven-figure business owner or an investor. So, there is a certain, you know, development um, attached or, you know, necessary for us to go through if we want to get to that position of a six or seven figure business owner or entrepreneur. So, but we're all like the majority of us or pretty much everybody, let's be honest, starts out with an employee mindset. And regardless whether you start out right out of university or from your corporate job, you're still going to start out with the employee mindset. And why is that? And what is actually the employee mindset? So, <clears throat> you know, by society, we're really, all of us are conditioned to become basically good employees. Um, like our schooling system, our university system, even if you take, you know, even if you study business or management, you're still trained and conditioned to become like a good employee or a good manager. And still, I mean, a manager is still an employee in that sense. Um, at least I have experienced a lot of managers who do not behave like an entrepreneur, but really just like... Um, yeah, just like an employee who receives more money <laughs> to make it pretty simple. But so what do I mean by that? So, you know, from an early stage on, we are conditioned to um, to become very good at, at spe very specific things. And uh, all of our value, um, all of our performance is always, you know, judged and approved by others by a system of grades, points, you know, um, and it always pushes us to learn like the next stage, like acquire more knowledge, acquire more knowledge, become whatever the best person in quality assurance, become the best person in marketing. So we become really um, kind of narrow-minded uh, technicians, people who are just really good at one thing. And uh, at the same time, we're taught that, you know, you always have to learn more. You have to get better at this one single thing. And um, this is what happens to us when we, you know, when we go into business. I mean, <laughs> I can't count the 
the times or amounts of times that I have questioned, you know, whether um, I am good enough, whether I have enough experience yet, whether um, I know enough, whether I have enough certifications, whether I have enough, um, you know, client work to show off for. Um, this constant questioning of your worth your value, whether you are enough, whether your experience is enough, that all comes down to the employee mindset. Because simply, I mean, you know, we don't trust ourselves that we have something very valuable and important to share with other people. And that it is okay to actually, you know, exchange that experience and knowledge for money. But we're always waiting for somebody else to give us that approval and to give us that validation that, oh, yes, actually, you know, what you're saying is very valuable, right? But the thing is, when you're when you want to start a business, right, you have to be that person to to judge your own value, to judge whether you're actually delivering um, a good job or not, whether your product is actually helping anybody or not at least to start out with. I mean, customers will, you know, give you your feedback, but in order to get customer feedback, you have to actually offer something first, right? And most of us, you know, already struggle with the very first step of just like putting together an offer, putting together a product and, you know, inviting people to to buy it, right? We don't, we already don't get past this mark. And um, it's like I mentioned us being trained to be good, to have somebody else, some institution tell us that, okay, now you have, you know, now you have your degree, now you have a bachelor's degree or master's degree or whatever kind of certification. Um, now you're good to go. Now it's okay for you to offer, let's say, your coaching services. <laughs> or now it's okay for you to give certain trainings. We think like... Um, our experience, just our experience by itself without all these certifications and other people telling us that, yes, <laughs> you know, um, you actually provide value. Um, I lost my train of thought, but we're waiting for other people to do that. <laughs> and uh, if we're waiting for anybody else to do that while we're in business and doing a thing that we've never done before, oh my God, we can wait forever because you will find people who are going to say, to say, for example, in coaching, you don't need a certification, you can just do X, Y, Z. Other people, uh, obviously the ones who are, who are uh, selling you a certification will say, no, this will definitely help you and to establish yourself in, as an authority and stuff like that. And in the end, it's all, you know, it's not bullshit, but in the end, you have to make up your mind about whether what you're offering is valuable or not. And this is like the first step. <clears throat> um, and also, you know, not only is it the first or one important step when you when it comes to like getting rid of this employee mindset, but also it is just like a tiny fraction. <laughs> like when you come when you think back to the iceberg model. It's just a tiny fraction also in the whole iceberg that is underneath the water. I mean, another, another you know, factor in the employee mindset is that um, we're also kind of 
<clears throat> you know, conditioned to believe that there is a right way to do things because the system grades us um, according to a certain right way um, to whatever, present our knowledge, um, that there is a, a certain, there's a, a right way to answer questions. There is like, there is the right kind of knowledge. There is the right kind of steps, right? And uh, this is another very hard lesson that I had to learn. Like, there is no freaking right way. All of that is literally just made up. There is maybe proven ways, ways that have proven to, you know, work out. But that does not mean like this is the single way that somebody can only achieve this type of result. It does not mean that, um, you know, if you if you dare to go some other route <laughs> to this destination, um, that it is wrong or that it is not as valuable. Um, you know, they always say, or there's the saying, like, all all roads lead to Rome, I believe, if I'm not making it up or getting it all messed up. But in the end, there are so many different ways that you can take. And um, I was always looking for the right way because I was conditioned, like, you know, there is a right way to do things, especially here with German mentality. It's like... <clears throat> a very strong, let's say, um, societal belief, I would say that there is a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things. And um, the thing is, if you're, if you're constantly looking for the right way, you know, you will never find it, you will find a thousand gazillions ways of doing things and everybody will tell you something different. And this is what, you know, messes you up. And um, makes you feel insecure. Because like, okay, who can I trust, right? Um, and this is the thing, you need to learn to trust yourself, you need to learn to try out things um, for yourself, do things in a way that you believe in is right, and feels aligned to you. And you literally need to just, you know, um, build your own road, build your own path. And it can look very similar to maybe other people, but it can also look very differently to other people. And you know, I believe that all of us, you can always feel like in your gut or inside of you, you always have, an, I mean, first of all, you always have an intuition, right? For some of us, maybe it's more difficult to access the intuition because um, we've neglected it so much and we've disconnected from it so much because it is not really appreciated in most societies or just put off as something woo-woo but I mean if you've been in a relationship that was not going well <laughs> like looking back you know that you know you already at the beginning you had like this this weird feeling about stuff um that you like you were able to send certain signals that were telling you like don't do it it's not going to work out yet you just ignored them because you wanted to be in love you you wanted you know it felt exciting and all of that so you just ignored those signs right and then when you broke up you're like yeah I, I mean I knew it from the beginning right if you're um, being really honest with yourself and the same applies you know for business um 
I'm sure that there are things where you're like, oh, I could do, you know, I could do this. Maybe I just try out whatever. I just try out videos and I just try out providing this and that type of content or in this particular way, you know, or, um, you know, what I really, for example, like um, when it comes to yoga <clears throat> is that for me, I, I literally have a hard time finding a good um, yoga teacher um, or find, you know, good, good instructors on, on, online, on YouTube or wherever. I literally just have this one um, girl, her name is Adrian, and um, I love her, t- her style of doing yoga because I feel like when I go to most uh, fitness studios, they're always practicing yoga in a, I don't know, just for me in a very like uh, kind of drilled down manner. Like it's always the same routine. It's always just repeating the same kind of, you know, process. And um, I don't know, not really like being f- focused on, you know, what might be going on in the body and stuff like that. So having found her I was like and she does it you know very she changes it up she doesn't have her let's say let's do sun salutation for like 30 times and this is what is considered yoga no she really like you know has her own style and I really appreciate that about her but I'm sure nobody told Adrian you know this is how you should teach yoga but I think this is the way that feels right to her to teach that and you know the same applies for you if you have a passion that you want to, um, that would feel, you know, amazing, mind-blowing, if you could live off of that, or you already started something, um, but you're always questioning yourself whether this is the right way to do it, whether, you know, it will work out or not, you need to listen to yourself, you need to um, listen to what feels right, um, what you're good at, what brings you actually joy, and screw all the other tactics, strategies, how-tos, and whatnot that other people are telling you that just feel completely off. Like, I'm 100% convinced that I was wasting, or, I mean, in retrospective, I always learn something from it, right? So it's not like a complete waste. But, you know, I was spending, let's say, so much time on not achieving results, Um because I was trying to force myself to do to do things that did not seem to be aligned with who I am and what I believe in or um, doing things in a way that just felt, I don't know, they, they felt like an obligation to me. And of course, if you do things with this type of energy, um, both <laughs> clients or, you know, people in social media, it's kind of, you, you can sense it and it just, it's just not what is attractive. And this is ultimately what, you know, is preventing you from having more clients, is preventing you from um, being successful at what you do, even though you do tons of it, okay? And like I mentioned, letting go of this employee mindset is just literally the tip of the unseen iceberg, Um and about the, let's say, of, of all the mindset work that it takes. Because um, 
I was not aware, for example, it goes, I mean, it go it goes much further than this. Um, you know, the mind, like if you want to be successful in business, you really have to work on your mindset on so many different levels. You have to um, become aware around how, what is it that you think and feel about business? Do you think like doing business is like super stressful and it's um, going to require all your time? Um, do you think, or what do you think about being a business owner? You know, how do you see yourself in that role? What would that mean? How would that feel? Would that feel heavy? Would that feel light? Would that feel like um, stressful, anxious? I don't know, you know? One of my initial thoughts was that initially, I mean, I'm I'm taking care of most of the, let's say, administrative stuff because um, my husband and I have a company together. And um, my initial thought was, and I only became aware of it, like, I don't know, maybe half a year, one year in, that I believe, like, it was already, you know, just so overwhelming and... Um, We we're really tied on money and we didn't want to, you know, um, I tried to do it all by myself, not get like an, an accountant or an advisor or stuff like that. And so my thought was like, oh my God, you know, if we're going to sell more, <laughs> if we're going to have more business, I will have to do more of that stuff. And of course, what do you think happens if you don't want to do more of that administrative stuff? Well, you don't make any sales and that's how you have less to do, right? But it's so stupid because, <laughs> you know, if you're making more sales, if you're making more money, you finally have the money to pay somebody else to do that stuff for you. So actually, it was all the, the entire, you know, other way around. If If we had made more sales, I could have just outsourced it to somebody else. Instead of, you know, staying with this thought that, oh my God, you know, I will have to work more <laughs> and I already have a baby and I already have like um, a part-time job and I already have this and that um, and just sabotaging myself. And it had nothing to do with my, you know, ability, qualification, my product, no, nothing. Just with the single uh, belief by itself that, oh my God, the more successful we become, the more Mm, shit tasks <laughs> sorry I have to do like I didn't want that and so it just was stopping me but do you know how long it took me to become aware of it and I became aware of it by accident um but I'm glad I did obviously because then I was just like this is not true <laughs> you know I can pay somebody if we make more money I mean then you have to think about you know what is actually, what are the stories um, and how do you feel about money? Um, there, I mean, this is for like a whole nother chapter. Actually, last episode, we already touched upon, let's say, money mindset with Lene. And um, I encourage you to go back to that episode if money mindset is, you know, a challenge for you. It will definitely help you to get, you know, started on it. But we have so many underlying beliefs, just like the one that I mentioned, when it comes to money, when it comes to relationships, I mean, business will be all about relationships, relationship with your customer, relationship with um, maybe suppliers, relationship um, with your team, 
it's all based on relationship. And if you have, you know, maybe trust issues, if you, um, I don't know, uh, if, if you have a hard time opening up um, or allow yourself to be vulnerable, to make mistakes, to show up as yourself and, and things like that, um, you know, none of those relationships will work out even if you have the best strategy and the best product, because you will simply not be able to establish that relationship with your customers primarily. Um, then, you know, the mindset about, you know, how we feel about ourselves. How do we feel about our, our self-worth? Um, how we believe we have to show up in this world. How we, you know how we do things actually, our behavioral patterns also. Um, I definitely was a person that, uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm still going back to those places at times, but um, I was I'm, I was always so super critical with myself, um, always putting so much pressure on myself and um, realistically speaking, I mean, yes, I do operate when I do operate better when I have a certain pressure, but if I'm just constantly having this nagging voice inside of me that is saying like, no, you can't do this. Nobody will want this. You're not good enough yet. Um, or you have to be the best. You have to be the best. You have to be as good as Tony Robbins. You have to be, you know, um, setting like all these just unreasonable comparisons standards for myself that I'm, I'm never going to be able to you know achieve and I don't even want to uh, yet you know unconsciously I'm behaving according to them I will never be able to to start and run a successful business and then of course um, another area is like what do we believe and um, how do we feel about success what does success actually mean? You know, what are our rules for success? When are we successful? Maybe one person might, you know, feel like I can only, like I'm only successful when I've achieved uh, or built a $1 million business um, and served, I don't know, 10,000 clients or something like that. Or when I'm the best in my industry. Um, or whatever, you know, your measures are. Or maybe another person is like, hey, if I can help just one person every day, you know, um, that's going to be successful for me. Um, and is it okay to be successful, actually? Because so many of us, you know, we're afraid to be seen. We're afraid to be actually successful. We're more afraid of succeeding than we are of failing. And um, even though it's not, you know, we, we might mistake the one for the other, um, there is a literal fear of success and it has to do with our mindset. Um, so becoming aware, so first of all, <laughs> what I want you to take out of this is come to this realization to stop, first of all, stop looking for the right strategies. Um, base your strategy, I mean, you know, there's basic things that I think um, are good to know. And um, I'm sure you can 
Google them in like a week or two or so. Um, especially when maybe, you know, you want to focus on social media and stuff like that. There are certain things that are good to know about using the platforms. Um, but then really spend the rest of your time working on yourself, working on your mindset. Um, because when, you know, when you have the right attitude, when you are convinced that, hey, I am valuable, I have value to offer, doing business is great. Um, I actually can create a business that feels just as easy um, and as fun as I want. I don't have to be, um, you know, I don't have to show up as this kind of um, super serious um person uh, who always has her shit together and looks always super professional who can never allow herself to make any mistakes or stuff like that um how and and deal with for example how you do how you deal with failure and success what those two actually mean to you when you learn to give yourself approval you know of doing things the way that feel right for you um this is when things will start to change. And um, I'm just going to give you just like, you know, as a final uh, kind of summary, um, like my example from last year when I was able to land Cisco as a client, um, I literally had <laughs> no clue what I was doing um, in a sense of, you know, how how do I present? I, I, I literally had no clue how to approach it. So let's put it like that. Obviously, I had already gained enough experience around coaching. I had customer, you know, results to show for. Um, I had done so many courses. I had invested almost, you know, over 20,000 euros at that time and um, into personal development. So and I've had my fair amount of, you know, own um, own learnings, own development and um, experiences that I could already share with people. But I had no clue how to, you know, how to have like um, a pitch, how to do a pitch. <laughs> I mean, um, not doing it myself, you know, I've been participating in some at my corporate job, but never on the other side. Um, I didn't know how to <laughs> write a, uh, an official uh, or a correct, like, mm, like uh, what do you call it? Like a proposal with all the terms and, and stuff like that. It was literally like a PowerPoint slide. And looking back, I feel like, uh, okay, how, you know, it just seems like sometimes so ridiculous that, but it just shows, you know, that, I, and I didn't have any experience working with another company. The only thing that I did was I reached out to somebody I knew I, you know, I presented them with my topic. Um, the topic was interesting to them. I presented them my idea for the course I had in mind and the way that I could help them. And um, I really, when I, when all of that happened, it was one of the, you know, very first times that I feel completely aligned with how I did things. Uh, the topics that I presented, I did it in my own style. Um, I didn't keep to or didn't stay with whatever boring <laughs> um, 
uh, gray, dark blue colors and stuff like that in my presentation. Um, I just really, you know, presented it the way I thought was right. I just did it my style. And that was all that I needed to land the gig. You know, obviously, it has to um, be a solution to their problem. That, yes. But everything else is just like, um, like I mentioned, it has to feel right. It has to be aligned with who you are, with how you do things. Um, I'm really sure that that if I had shown up differently, if I had tried to, you know, keep it like um, super kind of conservative, stiff, what something that I could just observe so many times in my uh, private work experience, things like that, I would not, I would not have landed this this gig, and um, throughout the last year, it has really proven to be like my approach, um, the way I do the things, the way I teach my stuff, uh, has proven to be you know the key to um, creating certain results for all those participants <clears throat> that were taking part in the whole series so um but I wouldn't have gotten to that point if I hadn't you know done all those realizations around my mindset around business around myself around money I have done I had done work on all of those before <laughs> and so it would not have been happening if I hadn't done that work and so if you're thinking about, you know, how to turn your passion in into your own business. If you're, you know, stuck um, in your own business journey, not being able to grow it, start thinking about those things. What do I think about business? How does it feel? Does it feel good? Does it feel bad? How does it, does it feel heavy? Does it feel light? Does it, you know, does it feel like the thing that I want to do or does it feel completely off if it feels off just screw it and you know start from scratch you don't want to continue like you know kind of riding on with a boat that is already leaking and is already destined to be sinking at some point you'd rather just leave the ship now and um, somehow get back to the island and build yourself a new one and so if you want to know more, if you're curious to, you know, what are the other things <laughs> that are actually holding you back that can help you to boost your business um, or boost your journey, help you thrive, really, I, I encourage you to tune in to um, or join my three-day um, my three-day life challenge that I'm doing in my Facebook group. Um for those of you who are, you know, tuning in later into this episode, um, just either still join and watch the replay while it's still available or just reach out to me directly. And if you know that, you know, this is something that you need to be working on um, and you're already at this, you know, very deep level of frustration and you want for things to change now, then just reach out to me directly via DM on my Instagram, the Olga Mueller, or, you know, on my Facebook side, or shoot me an email on olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com. And, um, you know, let's just see how I could 
I could maybe possibly help you. Um, there's always, you know, there's always ways on how we can shed some more light and bring more lightness uh, into this whole experience. It doesn't have to be all um, daunting and stressing and um, heavy, really. Um, but like I said, it's all going to happen when you allow yourself to work on your mindset and your um, psychology. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you haven't done that before, I really would like to um, ask you to go and hop on iTunes, if you listen on iTunes, and give the podcast a positive rating, maybe leave a comment. Um, that would really help, you know, to help other people become more aware of um, this beautiful opportunity that is out there. So, yeah, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Thrive Podcast and spending your precious time with us. If you found this episode valuable and think that others could benefit from it too, please share it with your network, friends, and family. I would also be forever grateful if you could go over to iTunes and leave us an honest review about the show. And if you have a comment, question, or topic that you would like to see covered on the show, go to algamuller.com slash thrivepodcast. So see you next week, girl. And until then, don't forget that you were meant to thrive.